Hey guys, my name is Sarah and uh, welcome to my podcast. So today I'm going to be discussing and sharing with you guys my horror stories as an au pair. And uh, the reason why I'm doing this is because I would uh, love the world to know what's happening behind being an au pair. So ideally we've heard of so many stories uh, coming from uh, Asian countries uh, in places like Dubai, Saudi Arabia, Oman, uh, Qatar and all of those Arab countries where you hear stories of girls that are being uh, mistreated. Uh, these girls move into these families and the initial reason as to why they move into living with these families is because they give household help and then in return uh, they are paid a salary. But um, I took on a journey of becoming an au pair because I thought it was uh, the perfect thing for me to do because I love children and uh, I've always wanted to explore the world and Europe being uh, the first priority uh, of the places that uh, I wanted to visit, I thought uh, coming to Europe as an au pair would have been uh, the most perfect uh, way for me to explore Europe, see most of Europe, maybe learn a few languages, have a bit of cultural exchange. So in 2015, one of my best friends she traveled to Finland as an au pair and uh, she told me that why don't you give it a try you know and uh, during this year I had just joined school my university I was studying a bachelor's degree in business administration but because I am someone that's always been very career focused uh, I've always dreamed of having a very good career I thought to myself that maybe it would be better for me to first finish my education before uh, I take on this journey because eventually at the end of the day I would have to travel back to my home country so so um, I went ahead uh, with my education and then in 2018 I met a family online and this actually happened after I finished with my internship. So for me I felt like this was one perfect timing and because I'm someone that ideally believes in God I was like definitely this has to be God's plan so I met with a family that was originally from India but they lived in Holland uh, it was a gay family um yeah for me I was like yeah this is like one most exciting thing you know I've always it felt like a dream come true so we had a few interviews with this family and they were so happy uh to have me they they told me, yeah, let's go. I mean, let's start with the visa process immediately. And for me, this happening on the last day that I had just submitted in my internship report, I was like, yay, I mean, why not? I mean, who wouldn't want to go out there? There is millions of people from where I come from that dream about going to Europe. So for me, I was so excited. I was like, my life is maybe going to change and uh, I mean the whole experience of you know after three years of hard studying I felt like you know going out there this would be you know one really exciting experience for me so I yeah we went ahead with the with the visa process everything was uh successful and uh 
uh, a little bit flashback um you know living uh back home i was very independent i had a job i honestly had a good job to be honest um i was earning more than uh, most people and i should say i afforded to you know live good eat well dress well take care of myself as a girl so um i initially you know did not know that uh living as an au pair in uh a country like the Netherlands I would only have to earn 340 euros per month okay but uh I mean when I arrived in Holland and all of this was you know served on a plate for me I was like I mean it's okay because I have free accommodation I have free food um this money would have to serve me as you know small pocket money and um pay for you know phone bills but then again as a girl that loves to take care of myself i felt like come on this is a little bit little for me but okay i mean i'm already here i will definitely find a way out of it okay so <laughs> yeah i uh, i arrived in holland it was on the 20th of uh, december 2018 um they received me i uh, started living with this family uh but uh actually the weather yeah december it's winter i'm like oh my god i had never all my life been in a very cold environment that was the first most cold place i had ever ever been to uh it was almost minus something i don't remember but for me it was oh wow it was like a big shock for my body you know it, it felt like living in a freezer to be honest um anyway so i started living with these people but uh from the first day that i arrived um I felt a little bit of negative energy in me and the reason why is because um they were talking about me and of course they never spoke the the Dutch language but these ladies they had them discuss me in their bedroom and uh, the things they spoke were not that nice if you know what i mean um they yeah i mean it's okay uh, i won't mention what they they were discussing but uh, the stuff that they talked about me was not nice uh, and our bedrooms were like close to each other anyway so i uh, yeah spent a night woke up the next day and then i uh, started on the chores i started taking care of him the little baby he was so sweet and to be honest i love children i wouldn't manage being an au pair if i did not love children because this is more about taking care of another family's kids and doing a uh, light house cleaning and yeah and then life goes on so uh, living with this family they started treating me in a very wrong way but initially i mean if uh, a little flashback um i was hired by an agency because in holland every au pair must be hired under an agency so i had to report to this agency about my daily tasks and stuff that i had to do um yeah so i, I mean i knew that if anything goes wrong i have someone to run to i have uh, you know an agency to contact but i had completely i mean i never thought about it that you know as an agency the, their priority is the client and this is the client that pays the money to have someone like me so in this business transaction i am the commodity and uh, of course they have to prioritize the buyer you know so there is a bit of transaction going in in place here and of course for every seller for someone that started business you need to prioritize your customers and if the commodity is not satisfying your you know final consumer's needs then you need to provide a uh, better commodities improve or something 
something, you know. So in this situation, my voice was not that important. So um, as time went on, a lot changed uh, in this family. I was honestly mistreated. And by this, I mean that these people that I lived with, they prioritized um I mean, they never trusted me enough to have the house key, but they entrusted their son to me to take care of. And for me, I was like, I, I've, you know, it's a very big change if you're used to being independent, if you're used to doing stuff for yourself, if you're used to being your own boss. But in this situation, you're living with people that you, you ideally do not know. These are people that you've just met, you know. So you don't know them. You don't know how they react. It's a big difference in between there, but I mean, I tried to find the balance. Uh, I've, I was raised the right way of tolerating certain behaviors, but honestly, I tolerated a lot. Uh, and by this, I mean that some days, not some days, but the, the first few months that I lived with them, they would lock me in the house and get out with a key. And uh, they went to work with a key. I worked almost 12 hours because they were very busy ladies. Uh, they would leave at 6 in the morning and return 6 in the evening. And even then, I was earning very little money. And even though I reported to this agency to explain to them that I am being overworked, they kept telling me, you know, you need to hang in there, stay there, find a balance, mix in with your family, and then maybe along the way things will change. So I kind of got fed up of reporting to the agency that's supposed to do something about my situation and yet they ideally they they never did anything, you know. And another I remember one time uh, the lady from the agency she told me, "What do you have to lose anyway because you're just new here. It's winter. I'm pretty sure the weather is not that nice. Uh just stay there, you know, mix in, try to be, you know, love your family, just be present, you know, there is many girls just like you that are doing the same thing like you, and she told me at, at some point in life, you need to go a little extra mile, just a tiny bit to please uh, your bosses, and I'm like, okay, I mean, it's okay to do that, and to be honest, I honestly never had any problem with watching the baby for even 12 hours, but it was all about how this family treated me, you know, I had uh, my special plate, I had my special cup, not special, but I wasn't allowed to use the same utensils as them, I had to wash my utensils different, and uh, if food, I had always to eat the leftover food, every time we had leftover food, I had to eat it the next day before I eat the fresh food, and to be honest, it's okay for me to eat leftover food, but in this situation, it felt like I was the one that was supposed to eat the leftover food, not them. So for me, I felt like this started, I mean, I started getting depressed. I became very stressed out because I initially to be, I, this is not the kind of life that I was used to living. You know, I was used to being my own boss. I never experienced being treated different at all. So, um, and I remember a few times uh, I met, I mean, in a place like Holland, one of the ways that you could meet people was through, uh, like in my case, I felt like I needed someone to talk to and I had no friends, no real, no relatives, no nothing. So I resorted to, you know, dating apps. Uh, and then I remember a few scenarios where I met uh, like 
because we live close to a park and uh, I decided to meet someone to just go out for a walk with. And when this family found me walking, walking with this guy, they immediately came home and uh, they were so upset about it. And uh, they told me that we have fired you. We don't want you here anymore. And I was like, what? Why? And uh, they said, uh, because uh, you're not what we expected you to be. And then I was like, what? What do you, what, what, what exactly do you mean by I am not what you expected me to be? What did you expect me to be? I mean, it would be like, it would be nice if you guys tell me what your expectations were. And then I, I mean, yeah. Well, they told me, um, we're sorry, but uh, because we saw you walking with a guy, do, do you know him? And I was like, no, I met him on a dating app and uh, we decided uh, to meet up to go for a walk to get to know each other. So they told me, uh, actually, he's the reason why we are firing you. We don't trust you enough anymore because you're going out with strangers. And in the back of my mind, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? You're firing me because you found me walking with a guy? Like, am I not allowed to have a life outside of this house? Am I not allowed to meet strangers? Am I not allowed to talk to people just because... I am living under your roof. So they didn't listen to me and they immediately contacted the, the agency and told the agency that um, they can't have me anymore because they feel like one of the reasons as to why I traveled to Holland was because I wanted to find a husband. <laughs> yeah. So when the agency contacted me, the agency told me that uh, we have had a discussion with your host family and uh, we are very sorry to inform you that we will pull your return date back to Uganda in about a week's time. And in that moment, I mean, I'm not naive. Um, I'm well informed about the rules. I knew my rights. So I asked them, I mean... You're just an agency, I know, but you're not the immigration and you don't decide when I should leave the country. It has to be the immigration that decides when I should leave the country. But before I decide to contact the immigration, I would love for you to state for me, I mean, clarify to me the reasons as to why you're pulling back my flight ticket back to Uganda because I spent my money to be here. So if you're making decisions of me going back to my country, is there going to be a refund of all the money that I invested into being here this day today and all the money that I spent on my uh, ticket? Because also as an au pair, there is rules that are, you know, rules and regulations of when an au pair is supposed to exit the country. So I would love for you guys to state all of this clear for me so I can know where my stand is. And... Uh, I made, it, I made it a little bit difficult for them because if I had contacted the immigration about what was going on, they their agency would have been in a little bit of trouble. And I, I told them that I have emails of how many, I mean, all the emails that I wrote to you guys telling you guys how my life has been horrible. I explained to you guys a million times about how I've been mistreated like as if I'm not a human being. And all you guys kept telling me was that I should put up with this. And uh, honestly, this agency told me that my family is scared because I am making friends with males. 
So I was like, okay. And uh, the beauty about this whole moment was that I decided to record this conversation because I would I needed proof at some point because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so um, they told me that, um, yeah, yeah, my family was they could not trust me to live with them anymore because I was having, I mean you know, connections and contacts with males. So I asked this agency that, well, so because my family, it's a lesbian family, does this put me in a place where I'm supposed to be like them? So basically, I'm not allowed to make friends with males, but I am allowed to make friends with females. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And she couldn't honestly even... Like, I mean, I think she realized in that moment that she did not make any sense. And I told her, I've read through the rules of being an au pair. I am allowed to have a boyfriend if I wanted to. And I am allowed to make friends. And that's the whole reason why it's a cultural exchange. I am living with a family that's not Dutch. So in this case, I am not actually mixing into the Dutch culture. So if I decide to make friends with Dutch people, it does not mean that I am doing anything wrong so yeah in this moment uh yeah there was a little bit of you know awkward awkward silence and uh, she uh, told me okay we will get back to you and i told them that i think i will write an email to the immigration system and i will forward to them uh the conversation that we just had and all the emails that i forwarded to you guys uh so they know what's happening and I'm sorry, but as an au pair, if, the, if things don't work out with the first family, I have a right to find a new family. And yeah, guys, uh, this has to, yeah, the, a lot happened, uh, but let's stop here for today and we will continue with the second episode probably tomorrow. I hope you guys follow me on these horror stories that I have gone through as an au pair. Let me know what you think.